0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Down at the Wistful Vista Elks Club right now, rehearsals are underway for tonight's Big Smoker and homegrown vaudeville show. This is an annual affair presented each year to a hall full of visiting Elks. And tonight's program will include dances, comedy acts, band numbers, and a solo rendition of a popular ballad. Oh, Janine, I dream of lilac time. Sung by Mr. McGee of Biber McGee and Molly.
2: that audience tonight, Oli. I've never been in better, voice. Your eyes, they beam in lilac time. Time. Ain't that beautiful, Oli? Can't you just smell the lilacs growing? Well, it could be lilacs. I sure smell something. (laughs) Well, it's lilacs. That song really comes to life when I do it, boy. When I sing that song tonight, you just watch and see how moved that audience is. Then well, you used to fellow that can do it, That You'll it? move and clean out on the front sidewalk with that. <laughs> of course, what I'll do first is I'll open my act with a comedy monologue, see? <laughs> Boy, I got some gags that'll have them rolling in, the aisles, rolling in the aisles like a dropped bag of jelly beans. Listen to how I start out. Yes, that can I lose. <laughs> I come out and I say, good evening, Brother Elk. A funny thing happened to me on the way to the club tonight. A fellow stopped me on the street, and he said, Could you help me, mister? I ain't had a bite all day. So I bit him.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, what do you think, Oli? I think I ought smell the lilac.
3: Well,
2: <laughs> uh, you just don't know show business, Oli. When Kramer and Doc Gamble took charge of this smoker this year, and I went to him and told him I'd sing and tell jokes, them guys were so tickled... Here they come now, Mickey. Hmm? Photo. Oh. Hey, old Doc looks kind of worried, too. Wonder what's up. Maybe the smell of the lilacs used to them. you <laughs> fight it out with him, McGee. i got to go to work on the scenery. Hey, Eddie, get the hammer. Oh, McGee, just a minute. Uh, oh, hi, we, Doc. Uh, Could we have a word with you, McGee? we got a proposition to make, my boy. Something for the good of the show. Well, I'll listen, but I can tell you right now the high spot of the whole show is my song. The whole thing falls apart after that. Well, uh, that's why we want to talk to you. Ah, that'll be a great moment. When the electrician hits me in the kisser with a magenta spot and I sing, Janine, I dream of lilac time. Beautiful. <laughs> Lovely. That's it. Probably top the night in Nod Nostra, Missouri at Frankenstein's Gaiety Theater.
3: <laughs>
2: the night that I introduced, who threw the cabbage head in Mrs. Murphy's feather bed? <laughs> What's your proposition, Brother Elk? Well, we're not satisfied with the way the show is shaping up. Oh? We need somebody with experience to pull it together. Yes, we've
1: all talked it over, and, uh, well, we thought maybe you might take charge of the final rehearsal. I'll do it.
2: Of course, we realize that it's asking a lot. I'll do it.
1: Well, we don't want to impose on your good nature. I'll do it.
2: You're already the star of the show. Shut up, Doc. I'll do it. (laughs) Gee, that's wonderful. The show is saved. Yes, a great release, Mickey. This practically guarantees a good show tonight. Yep. Well, I got to admit, you picked the right man for the job, boys. I toured this whole country at one time with Fred Nittany, the guy that I and him had a supporter Vaudeville to like, act together from Rock, Illinois. Together. <laughs> yes, you have told us about Fred. Yeah, and before that, I was in the show by myself, the Phillies of 1922. You mean the Follies? No, the Phillies. It was a horse show. I rubbed them down. <laughs> uh, I could go on for hours about my life in the theater. I know on account of because I've done it lots of times. But right now, there's work to do. Yeah, come on out into the middle of the stage and I'll make the announcement to the cast. I'll yes. handle the announcement, Kramer, if you on the drugstore. All right, you guys, I'm in charge here now. I'm running things. Everybody gang up down front here while I make a speech. I'm taking over. this Well, there he goes, Mr. Kramer. Yep, I hope we haven't made a mistake. Oh, I'm sure it'll work out all right. We had to do something the way this show. Now, is... come on, Kramer. You, Doc, down, down front here. Yes, sir. You're the boss, McGee. Now, all right, fellas. Now, I know this whole ugly mess has been in a mess all day. But I want you to know that your troubles are over now. Yeah. I'm going to take this clam bake over and turn it into the greatest show the Elks Club ever did. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Well,
2: I'll admit I haven't got much talent to do it with, but. You said it, boy. Nah. But that don't stop me. I'm going to start right at the top of the program and whip this whole mess into shape of Oh,
4: uh, Mr. McGee. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's you, Wimple.
2: What is it, Wallace?
4: Well, now that you're in charge of the mess, uh. Uh, <laughs> the show, <laughs> uh, could I rehearse my ass with you? He's going to do bird
2: calls, McGee.
4: Uh, just one bird call, Doctor. The very difficult call of the bobtail bunting. <laughs> Well, I got
2: no time to listen now, Wimp. I'm busy. Come back when I got things organized. Uh, right. And while you're waiting, Wimp, run out and get me some cigars. Elf, Elf, Corona. I'll need a dozen of them to whip this show in shape. Charge them to the Elks Club.
4: Yes, Mr. McGee.
2: And look, Wallace. Oh, I want all you fellas to hear this. Listen, you don't have to call me Mr. McGee. None of you. Oh. Yeah. We're all brother Elks here, working together. You guys can just call me Chief. (laughs) (laughs) Now then, what do we open the show with, Doc? Open with music, Chief. Billy Mills and his silver cornet band are going to play Hot Toddy. Oh, okay. Okay, Mills. Give them the upbeat. No, 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 fellas, no. That was terrible. Just awful. What was wrong with it, McGee? Why practically everything? Mills, your fortissimos was too harmonical. <laughs> your garment was full of color churros There wasn't enough timber in your arpeggios. <laughs> what does that mean in plain language? In plain language, you hit more clinkers than a poker in a fireplace. <laughs> what do you mean? Boys in my band have perfect pitch. Perfect pitch, my symphonic clavicle. (laughs) Them guys couldn't pitch water out of a window with directions printed on the sash. Did you pick up one of my boys that did something wrong? Why, sure, the worst one of the whole bunch was the guy that blows on the hickory stick. Hickory (laughs) stick? You squares probably call it a clarinet. How about a licorice stick? No. I got no time to eat when I'm talking jive.
3: <laughs> Your
2: band would sound better, too, if you had a sneeze box.
3: <laughs>
2: An accordion to <view>. you.
3: <laughs> we
2: call it a squeeze box. Oh, yeah, well, I knew you weren't hop. <laughs> it's called a sneeze box on account of because dust gets in it, and when you push it together, the dust comes out and makes you sneeze. <laughs> Let's write that down. Uh, but about the clarinet? uh, Hickory stick, you longhead. (laughs) Give it to me and I'll show you how it ought to sound. Let me have your hickory stick, Jack. Thanks. Here you are, McGee. Okay. Now listen to me dig the way it ought to be played, Mills. (laughs) Oh, that's cool, (laughs) McGee. Yeah, hey, that's crazy, man. That's real nervous. Well, you'd be nervous, too, if you had to do all I got to do. My gosh, with all the details I got on my mind...
4: Oh, Mr. McGee, may I research now? No.
2: No, not now, Wimp. I'm busy. Hey, Kramer, you and Nielsen move that can over to the left side of the stage, will you? I've decided to do my song on that side. But, McGee, I thought you wanted... Come on, Kramer, get yeah. your back into it. we got work to
4: do here. Come on.
2: Granted uh,
4: than any uh, McGee, the call of the bobtail bunting takes practice. The gentle flutter and overtone... I said not now, when
2: Please. Here. You want to do something so bad, run out and get me some coffee.
4: Oh, all right. Darn it and I just must be hated.
3: Now,
2: let me see I better check up on Ollie next, I guess He claimed he was going to get a hammer and work on the flies You'll never be able to hit him with a hammer, I <laughs> uh, Ollie, Hey, anybody seen Ollie? Took it easy, Wendy we are right up here over your head Oh
4: <laughs> Nail that
2: place on good, Eddie Hey, what are you guys doing up there? What do you think we're doing? We're patching up the scenery Oh, yeah? Well, I haven't heard much hammering how can I tell whether you're working If I don't hear your hammer I can't watch you guys every minute So get Ooh. Who dropped that hammer
1: <laughs>
2: My gosh You like to have brained me My
1: oh, are Eddie You dropped your hammer You almost hit the chief While he was hollering
2: His little fat head off Eddie
3: <laughs>
2: Oh I'm sorry Only it slips Hollering always makes me nervous Well watch it you guys And keep working there up there Hey, uh, hey, pal, could you rehearse me now? Oh, hi, Junior. Oh, I didn't know you were on the bill. What you gonna do, boy? Oh, I'm going to do a dramatic recitation, pal. It's called My Buddy. My Buddy. Well, swell. Come on down front, Harlow. Hey, Mills, Wilcox is gonna run through a recitation. Dramatic stuff. Hit my buddy in the background. Okay, McGee. Go ahead, Junior. Make us cry. Uh, My buddy. My buddy.
1: Spring has come. Mm -hmm. The time when sitting out in the garden is everybody's dish.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And you should paint your chairs and other outdoor furniture with liquid aluminum to keep them looking fresh. (laughs) This is my buddy? Paint your screens with it, too, and your gutters and your basement pipes and your furnace. Mm -hmm. I advise you to do it now, and I'm very much in earnest. Sounds like more like a, I ain't got nobody. A coat of liquid aluminum and asphalt on your roof is another idea that I'm boosting. Or maybe buddy and soul. It will keep your house up to 15 degrees cooler and also keep the roof from roosting.
2: What could it be nobody loves
1: me? Buy a can of liquid aluminum from your paint dealer and you'll find it very useful. Or John Brown's buddy. Most leading brands are made with Reynolds aluminum pigment, and that's why they're so successful. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> well,
2: thanks for listening, pal. I'll see you at showtime. just a darn minute, Psy. Si. Wait a minute. You said that recitation was called My Buddy? Where was he, My Buddy? Where was he? Oh, oh, well, do uh, you remember the first verse, pal, where I
1: mentioned chairs out in the garden? Yeah. No, my buddy was sitting in the one on the left.
2: I'll see you later, pal. <laughs> That guy's slippier than an olive dipped in olive oil. <laughs> well, I wonder what I ought to I'm check sure, on. How's it going, McGee? Everything under control? Oh, it's shaping up, all. Now, what else we got on the bill that I ought to look into? Well, we got a juggling act on oh, Cy Pearson. He's over there practicing now, if you want to. Yeah, go. I'll take a look. Hmm. Juggling three dinner plates and a raw egg. Not bad for an amateur. Oh, hey, Cy, Cy, hold it a minute. Yeah, what is it, McGee? You ain't throwing them plates and that egg high enough in the air. Let me show you how to do it. Yeah, but these uh, are special plates, McGee. Balanced just right. You might drop them. What you mean dropping? <laughs> My gosh! When I and Fred and Nittany had a Savoyville act together, juggling was a big part of it. I'm an expert. Give me them three plates and the egg. Okay, you're the boss. Now watch how high they go before I catch them. <laughs> Eggs. Come to think of it, it was Fred that done the juggling. <laughs> well, you better get a mop for that egg, Si. Don't want anybody to slip and fall on that. Well, uh... I'll just walk around here while... Oh, hey, Doc. Yes, Chief? I got a great idea. You know, I just realized what we need here. Some flowers for this date. Flowers? Yeah, a big basket of lilacs for my song number, oh. you know. Yeah. Lilacs. I'll call the floors Hand me the phone Hey, you are. Oh, handy, wasn't it? Thanks
3: <coughs> Hello,
2: operator Give me the whistle, the floor. Is that you, Mert?
3: Uh-oh <laughs>
2: How's every little thing, Mert? Say that, What say, they, Mert? Your brother went to court Gave him the hot seat, eh? Hot seat? Did he kill somebody? No, he went to court his girl And the house was freezing And he didn't want to sit in the cold chair So her father stood up and gave him the hot seat What's that, Yeah, okay. Line's busy. I'll call him back. Well, this stage has got to look just right when I walk out there and sing, you know, Dockey tonight. Yes, that's the big moment of the show. You said it, Fat Boy. Janine, my dream of lilac time. When I return, I'll make you mine. Hey, Doc. Hey, Doc. Oh, where'd Doc Gamble go? Hi
1: there, Connie. He went that
2: way. Huh? Oh, hi. Walked right off into the orchestra pit. Oh, hi, old man. <laughs> Had a kind of a glassy look on his face. Yeah? Like he'd just been slapped with a wet salmon. (laughs) Well, he's always in a fog. What are you doing here, old-timer? You're not on this show, are you? I'm not in it. I'll be all over it, son. I'm the makeup man. No kidding. You know anything about makeup? I sure do. Uncle of mine ran a beauty shop at one time. Uncle Horse. Uncle Horse? Yep. Real name was Marvin, but when he went in the beauty business, he wanted a name that sounded French. French? So he changed it to the only French name he knew, Horse Duver. (laughs) Oh, yeah, a very famous family, the Duver family. Your uncle must have been a whiz in the beauty racket. Well, he wouldn't have been if he hadn't got fascinated by women's noses. Noses? Yep. Uncle Horace thought they was neglected. Yeah? He said women took a lot of trouble with their mouths and a lot of trouble with their eyes, But they just let their noses hang there. (laughs) Even wrote a sad song about it called Nobody Troubles the Noses I've Seen. Funny I never heard that on the hit parade. Poor the horse kept brooding about it while he plucked the eyebrows and painted the lips. Yeah. Kept saying to yourself that Beezers, too, could be beautiful. (laughs) One day... One day, he couldn't stand it no longer. Yeah? What'd he do? He was working on a lady that had a nose built along the lines of a dill pickle. <laughs> she fell asleep in the chair. Oh, and temptation reared its ugly head. Right, Johnny. She woke up just as he finished beautifying her... her uh, right, Johnny. Yeah. She woke up just as he finished beautifying her bugle with a hand-painted portrait of General Grant in full uniform. <laughs> end of Uncle Horst's
3: beauty
2: shop. He ain't in the business now? No, he become a traveling salesman. He's real happy now. Selling him stuff to farmers. What's he sell to the farmers? Rings to put in bulls' noses. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, that's a very interesting family he's got. Wonder if any of them were ever living oh, around. The, the fellas from the Elks Club in Slow Rapids just got here. Yeah? The Slow Rapids Mail Quartet. Oh. I'd like to run through their number for you. A mail quartet, huh? Uh-huh. Boy, that's right up my alley, like the front end of my garage. Well out.
4: Ready for me, Mr. Neal. No, not yet, Wim. Well, this isn't the most exasperating thing. I've got a notion to leave the show flat.
3: <laughs>
2: okay, I'm ready for the Slow Rapids Mail Quartet. What you gonna sing, you guys? Wild horses, Mr. McGee. Wild horses. Okay, let's hear it and make it good. You're singing for a guy that knows music backwards and forwards and can read it either way. (laughs) Well, that's not bad, boys. Not bad. You go out in the alley and woodshed that a while, and I'll listen to you again. (laughs) All right, the rest of you guys, get moving. We got work to do here. Yes, we got work to do, he says. He walks and he hollers. Hey, Kramer! I changed my mind on where to stand when I sing. I'm going to do it on the right side of the stage. You and Nielsen put the piano back where it was. What?
1: But McGee, that thing went. Come
2: on, boy, get your back into it. Time's wasting.
1: Yes, Chief. <laughs>
2: Wilcox, get them chairs set up, boy. This thing starts in a couple of hours. Yes, Chief. Hey, Doc, get me a match. My cigar's out. Yes, Chief. Snap into it, you guys. Come on, now. You think I'm hollering just to hear myself holler?
3: Yes,
2: yes <laughs> My gosh, i got to handle every little detail, personally, besides starring in the show.
4: Now, Mr. McGee, may I recess it now? <laughs> no, not now, Wallace. I'm busy. Oh, but, Mr. McGee, mm. I need practice. The total modulations of the bobtail bunting are quite difficult, and I have to loosen up my larynx. Okay, uh,
2: okay, okay. Might as well get it over with. Get ready and do your worst. I'll give you an intro. I'll be the audience. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the greatest living imitator of the Bob-Tailed Wingding, Mr. Wallace Wimple.
4: Uh, thank you, Mr. McGee, and Brother Elk. Your careful attention, please. I now give you the call of the Bob-Tailed bunting. <clears throat> Thank you.
2: Applause. Well, my God, Wallace, you'll murder him. <laughs> That's terrific.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. I'll go lie down for an hour now. I want to be as caught as a fiddle string when the time comes to give up. Oh, by.
2: There you can see, Doc, what kind of stuff I got to build a show out of. Ah, oh, you can do it, my boy. We're counting on you. All right. Attention, everybody. We're going to take one more run-through. Now, here's what I want. After the band number's over, we'll fly the house straight, open the traveler, and close in with the tyke, see? Then when I throw a cue, I want you to fade the foot, douse the house limbs, kill the teaser, toss out the tormentor fly the proscenium, and smack me in the push with a magenta spot. <laughs> and I walk on with a suitcase and a cane, singing, Jimmy I Dream of Laramie!
1: All right, 20 minutes of curtain time, everybody. Get that flat right there to the table in front of us, Charlie, that's where McGee wants it. I hope everything works out all right, Harlow. Oh, me too, Doc. Where is the little dynamo?
2: McGee, he, he went downstairs to get a drink of water, Bill Cox. Oh, there he comes now. Oh.
3: Well.
0: Well, fellas. Finally got the show whipped into top shape. Like I told you I would.
2: It uh, looks good, my boy. It'd be a great show, but... A terrible, terrible thing happened, though. I've
0: been working so hard and yelling so much, trying to make a good shot of this month. My... My own voice is gone.
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> oh no.
3: Yeah.
1: What a shame.
2: Yes. Yeah. You mean you won't be able to sing Janine I dream of lilac time?
0: I'm afraid not, Doc. What a shame.
1: And you won't be able to toll any of them is uh, what you call yokes? <laughs> voice is gone, fellas.
0: Nothing here. Nothing there. What a shame. You got me gargle on you, Doc?
2: Oh, I left my satchel at the office, son. Ooh. Why don't you
1: go over to Kramer's Drugstore? I'll phone them a prescription. Yeah, tell them it's on me. A pleasure.
0: Yeah. That director of this production, boys, I... I've done my best for my
1: brother Elks. Well, we don't know how to thank you, son. It worked out perfectly. You saved the show
2: for us, McGee. <laughs> Well,
0: thanks, Kramer. Doc, I'll be with you boys in the spirit. And remember, the show must go on. City
1: <laughs> Well, it worked again this time. Like a charm, Doc. Uh, how many years is this now, Doc? Three years, Harlow. Every time we have our smoker, he offers to sing. And every time he offers to sing, we put him in charge so he can holler himself hoarse. <laughs> if he ever finds out what we're doing to him, the staff will
3: be safe.
2: <laughs> Kramer said that. go over here to the
0: drugstore and
2: get a gargle, bud. Yes, yes, he and Dr. Gamble both phoned, Mr. McGee. Yeah. I have your gargle all wrapped. Compliments of Kramer's drugstore. Thanks, Bud. Uh, Mister Kramer said it was a real pleasure. Said to give you the dollar size, sir. Dollar? Huh?
0: I'll tell you what you do, Bud. Just put this back and give me a dollar's worth of cigars. I'll go home and gargle some warm salt water.
3: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: Good night. <laughs>